Welcome back to another edition of the Purple Light Podcast. This is Perb Take, where we do a weekly review of all the biggest news in sports. They were joined by special guests, Athletic Director Mr. John Saris. Gentlemen, good afternoon. And uh, Perb alumni and Baldwin alumni, although the numbers could be incorrect, Austin Bechtold. Good to be back, boys. Good to see you all. <laughs> Today we're going to be recapping some of the uh, wild card games from over the weekend, and we're going to be looking forward to the NFL Divisional Round. All right, so the uh, the playoffs got kicked off with the AFC on last Saturday. The Texans beat the Bills 22-19, and the Titans went to Foxborough and beat the Patriots 2013. And then on Sunday, the NFC went, went on the stage, and the Vikings beat the Saints 26-20, and the Seahawks took care of the Eagles 17-9. Guys, I think this was a crazy wild card weekend. The Bills and Texans is the first wild card game to go into overtime since uh, the Steelers got bounced by Tebow and the Broncos back in 2011. Deshaun Watson kept making plays. Uh, Zeman's over here talking Titans or favorites for the Super Bowl. I think they already beat the favorites and the Patriots. You know, it's going to be the first time in three years that the Patriots aren't in the Super Bowl. So that'll be interesting. Saints, another overtime game, got bounced by the Vikings again. And um, a play that could have been overturned for offensive pass interference on Kyle Rudolph. I thought it was clean. Um, and then the Seahawks went to Philadelphia, and Carson Wentz went down with a concussion after getting hit in the back of the head by Jadavion Clowney. And Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf took care of business uh, for the easy victory. But now moving into the divisional round, things start to get interesting with these number one seeds going up against the lower seeds. I think it's going to be really competitive. Mr. Saris, if you had to look at the first game, Vikings and 49ers, what do you think about that? Uh, last weekend, I was impressed with the Vikings. Um, they can run the football with Dalvin Cook, and they got weapons on the outside. Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, Adam Kyle Thielen. Rudolph. Mm. Um, and you always got Kirk Cousins because you like that! So <laughs> I don't think Minnesota can do it this week, though. Um, but impressed last week, they got a defense – but I don't think they can do it this week. What I saw, maybe I'm wrong, I don't know. They didn't run great against the Saints, which is just a subpar defense, I think. I think they're going to run into a brick wall against San Francisco and then leave it up to, you like that, uh, Kirk Cousins. So I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you. I think they'll fizzle out before they can get going. I still don't buy in the Minnesota and Kirk Cousins. The Vikings roster is great. I mean, Dalvin Cook, as you said, Dalvin Cook, Thielen, Diggs, great defense. They got two linebackers, two safeties, two two good corners. They got they got everything. I just don't trust Kirk Cousins in a big game. I mean, I get it. He won a really big game in New Orleans. I understand that. That's just one. He's still not proven enough to me. But let me ask you a question. Tell me a little bit about San Francisco. They have a track record. Is there any experience there? No. It's a good question. That's a good and point. That's a good the point. whole year, like I don't care if San Francisco is the one. I don't care if they're thirteen and three. I still don't buy them. Shanahan, um, Garoppolo, first year in the playoffs, young team, you know, young, very young inex- defense, very inexperienced yeah. defense. This is yeah. you know this is John Lynch and Shanahan's is you know their first dip into the playoffs. They don't really know what to expect. It's their first time getting here. Yeah, and I think. So. I don't think they're getting to the Super Bowl, even though they could be considered the favorites as the one seed. But I definitely think they probably end up with this win at home against Minnesota. This, you know, the factors that I said with Kirk Cousins not being able to come up clutch. Um, 
I predicted the Kyle Rudolph fade. I told him, me and my dad were watching the game, and I was like, if they throw a fade to Kyle Rudolph, he's upset because I didn't think it was going to work. <laughs> but like, it did. One thing the playoffs has taught us so far in the wild card is momentum's everything. I mean, the, the Patriots lost their last game to the Dolphins and came out very slow against the Titans. And the Titans, they, the odds were against them from the start. They get into the playoffs, like the last couple of weeks. All right, but they, they did everything that they had to do, and they came out, and they beat they beat the Patriots. The Vikings, I'd... If we were predicting an upset, the Titans over the Patriots or the Vikings over the Saints, I would have said the Titans over the Patriots, like not the Vikings. The Vikings have so much momentum. They beat the Saints, one of the favorites in the NFC, at the Superdome. That was my like, Super Bowl winning pick. Like I picked the Saints. The momentum's everything, and the 49ers don't have that experience. So, I mean. And tell me who's a playmaker for San Francisco. You have George Kittle. I mean, that's really it. it. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, the, I can't on, name the number on the one wide receiver. Side, probably like Nick Bosa or Joey Bosa, whichever one it was. Nick, Nick Bosa. Bosa. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he's at the Chargers, right? Yeah, yeah. right. No, he's watching at home. He ain't yeah. doing anything. <laughs> well, building off that, talking about momentum, you talked about the Titans a little bit. Do you think they can go into Baltimore and outrun Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram or whoever they have lined up in the backfield this week? Me, personally, they have zero chance. <laughs> I, I do not see – I mean, I will not get on the Titans train. I mean, yes – Derrick Henry controlled that that game Saturday night. I give them zero chance uh, to go into Baltimore and beat Baltimore. Zeman, you were over there. You're shaking your head over yeah. there, Zeman. Derrick Henry was feasting. I mean, the, the Patriots' offense is more passing. I mean, because you have Tom Brady, you're obviously going to use him in his arm, and I think the Titans were prepared for that. And I think this week they just they got to flip it. You got to prepare for the run, you know, run first and then the pass. I think they can do it. I think they have some experienced guys. I mean, they're, they're by far not the most elite team. They don't have the best roster, but, I mean, anything's possible. Steven, like, I'm going to ask you a question. Have you heard of Lamar Jackson? Yes, yes, I have. <laughs> he is not only a run threat, but a pass threat. You have Mark Ingram. You got some re- receivers that can stretch the field. And you also have a defense that's athletic. I think the Patriots' defense – was a veteran defense, an older defense. I think you have the Ravens defense, which is younger, quicker, more physical. And, again, let me ask you a question. Lamar Jackson, have you heard of Lamar Jackson? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. I mean, he beat the odds, but I don't know if they can beat the Titans. Oh, well, I think on paper, I actually think these teams match up really well. Saris, we are talking about two great defenses, two great run games. I think this is going to come down whoever can throw the football more. Obviously, Ryan Tannehill and Lamar Jackson, very limited in the playoffs. Um, Tannehill, athletic guy as well. Lamar Jackson, like you said, is a dual-threat quarterback. I think it's going to come down to who can ever make those plays uh, downfield, throwing the football. And, again, I can't name any of these number one wide receivers. They're both real young. So I think it's going to be a shootout, honestly. I think Tennessee has a chance. The oh, only, they got a chance. The only way that they do, though, I think, is if they are overwhelmingly in control of time of possession. Yes. They have to keep possession of the ball, keep Lamar Jackson off the field, keep Mark Ingram off the field, and just run Derrick Henry nonstop. I would not be surprised that Derrick Henry gets 35, 40 carries. Would not be shocked. I don't trust Ryan Tannehill. I oh, get his second house been great. I love Ryan Tannehill. I don't trust Ryan Tannehill in a clutch moment. Now... If you look at it from the Baltimore side, they're favored by nine and a half. My thing with Lamar Jackson is he's been phenomenal out of this world all season. He's due for a bad game. 
Like, there's going to be a no, there's going to be a bad game in there. It's coming. I don't think it's going to be this week. I think that's going to come next week against Kansas City or Houston. I think Kansas City. But I don't know if I necessarily trust the Ravens down the stretch, but in this game, I do. I definitely think they have everything to lose and nothing to gain except a Super Bowl berth at this point. So I guess we'll see. Uh, moving into the next matchup, you were talking about the Texans and the Chiefs already. You picked the Chiefs. Why did you pick the Chiefs? I just like Kansas City at home, um, and it's partly because of Patrick Mahomes. He's just, you know, coming back from injury and didn't miss a beat. The offense is spectacular. Kelsey, um, just the wide receivers they could throw out there, Michael Hardman, uh, Tyreek Hill. They got a good running game. Um, Shady McCoy. Mm. I mean, what a bounce back he's had. Everybody left him for dead in the last couple of years. I think I don't like their defense, like at all. But I look at the way Houston played those final two minutes and then into overtime, and if it wasn't for one magical Deshaun Watson play, I don't know if they beat Buffalo. They were down, what, 16 nothing. Yeah, it was like 10 in the first quarter. I don't, I don't trust Houston whatsoever. Kansas City's favored by 9.5. Now, I don't like looking at the odds, but it just tells you, you know, the disparity. Baltimore and Kansas City favored by the same amount. But I think the Chiefs just have too much offensive explosion, especially in their home stadium, to be able to take care of Houston. Yeah, we see speed kills in the NFL. I mean, like Tyreek Hill, all of them, like Patrick Mahomes himself. Like the the defense for the Chiefs last year was their downfall in the in the conference championship against the Patriots. If if they had a better defense, I think they probably would have went to the Super Bowl and had a chance to win. But I mean, against the Texans in the second round, I I think the Chiefs are going to take it easy. I am a huge fan of Patrick Mahomes. I think quarterbacks win you championships. As we sit here jamming with your Duck Hodges jersey <laughs> on. Duck Hodges can't get to the playoffs, Shannon. Don't forget how bold he said I was. Poor Steelers. Yes, you were bold. Don't forget that. <laughs> but I am a huge fan of Patrick Mahomes. I think he's an athlete, and I think he has a stellar arm. I think at home against a Texans team, like Austin said, that barely squeaked through without Deshaun Watson. Again, another great quarterback, in my opinion. Yeah. Up-and-coming young guy. But I think Pat... Patrick Mahomes is the key here. Um, they're my pick. They're my pick big this week, too. Um, I see them putting four or five touchdowns on the board. Patrick Mahomes, four, you know, maybe three, four passing touchdowns. Um, they're a big-time winner for me. All right, moving into the final game of the divisional round, Seattle Seahawks at Lambeau to play the Green Bay Packers. Guys, it's a known fact. I'm a huge Seahawks fan. I'm a huge Russell Wilson fan. I think he's the best quarterback in the NFL. They're riding momentum with beast mode, mm-hmm. you know, dropping thousands of pounds of Skittles when he got back to Seattle. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is great. I think he's mostly by himself at this point. He's sort of a man on an island up in Wisconsin. Russell Wilson went to Wisconsin. He's got fans up there. I think this is not going to be an easy win for Seattle, but I think they're taking him the victory. I'm going to take over after this. And, again, I think I am, again, a proponent of the quarterback. You need a quarterback to win. Both these guys are stellar. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. Again, talking about the quarterbacks, I am a huge Aaron Rodgers fan. I think at Lambeau, I don't know what the weather may be for the weekend, but I am a huge Aaron Rodgers fan. I think he has a running game with Aaron Jones. Again, he has some weapons on the outside. 
big fan of Devontae Adams. I think this game, I know last week with the Seattle, it was a defensive struggle against Philadelphia, 17-9. I think this one could turn into a shootout. Again, I'm going with the same numbers for Aaron Rodgers. Three, four passing touchdowns. Again, maybe put 35, 38, 42 points on the board. But they'll beat the Seattle Seahawks. Um, so that's my big-time pick. Uh, those two, I'm riding those two, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Green Bay Packers. I've got to go with Jamin on this one, though. I think, right on. I right think on. Seahawks, Bring it in. I think they right have on. the momentum. I think they have it. You know, they have Marshawn Lynch. He's back. Heck He's yes. an animal. He's yes, got he something is. to prove. We're going to give it to him too. on the goal line this yeah, time. I, I think <laughs> I think they'll, they'll go back. The, it's a team that they have something to prove, like I said. Like, they're, they're not just going to lay down. And, I mean, the Packers have been quiet. And I don't think anybody really expected them to be in this situation this year. They've been quiet because they didn't play last weekend. No, but like they didn't play. Like, like, they, they, they inherit. They barely season. got that I mean, number one seed. Though. I, yeah, they, that like, should have been New Orleans. Yeah. Yep. I just I don't know. I think the Seahawks they have the momentum, and the Packers they're they're walking out the door this week. Before we get to Austin, does everybody look out the window? You see what just pulled up. That's the bandwagon. Zeman keeps jumping on it. Whether <laughs> it's Derrick Henry, whether it's Marshawn Lynch, he just keeps jumping on that bandwagon. He knows power running's the way to win football right, games. Up kills. in the cold. Yes. Yeah. Marshawn Lynch. throw it to it. Tyree Kill, you throw it to him. Yeah, you've seen, you seen those videos where Tyree Kill catches up to the running back or whatever. Like, he's like 15 <laughs> yards back, and he like reaches the top speed of 20 miles, 25 miles per hour and like carries him into the end zone himself. Like, you know, you know, so it's it's impressive. Yeah, well, Russell Wilson's lightning fast too, so sure. I think that's going to – thank you, Adam, for talking. First time in 13 Adam, Adam, minutes say 20 something. seconds. Say your opinion, Adam. I want to hear him. Which game? Any game. <laughs> Any game. Any game. All right, all right. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. All right, right on. Right on. <laughs> That's because I think Russell Welcome Wilson, to the boss. I don't think he's as good as Aaron Rodgers, but I just like his team better than Aaron Rodgers has. So. You got, got a lot of seats on that bus there. All right. Hey, man, it's a good lagging. bus, man. So, Marshawn Lynch hasn't played in, what, like two years? He's also, like, what, he played, 47 he or something? last Easy. year. How he's like I think he's, like, 33. But oh, okay. He's not it seems like he's been in the league forever. So, Lambeau, it's going to be 25 degrees, and it's supposed to snow, like, halfway through the game. Jamin, you've been a huge Russell Wilson fan, and for the longest time, I have not been a Russell Wilson fan. Terrible. I I don't see what everybody else sees in Russell Wilson. I think he's a very good quarterback. Is it because he's short? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. No. I think, wow. I think... Um, Zeman's sitting right there. Whoa. I think <laughs> if, it, if I had an MVP vote for the first six, seven weeks of the year... I would have given it to Russell Wilson. He had a great year before Lamar Jackson just stole it from him. I don't. I just don't buy Russell Wilson in the clutch. Like I don't. I feel like Pete Carroll, the coaching staff, and everybody around him just finds a way to bail him out. And I think we saw that with the Super Bowls. Good defense, good running game, good coaching. Now Russell Wilson makes phenomenal plays and does have a lot of game-winning drives. There's no dispute. So he's not clutch. There's no dispute in that. I don't think he's clutch when he has to be in the playoffs. And I don't – right now, I just I don't mean, think it's going to happen against Every Green time Bay. he's been clutch in the playoffs, it's been against the Packers. He's so, also had great defenses and a great well, running game, and his defense isn't as great now, and his running game, they're relying on a running back that hasn't been in the league for two years. That's in Lambeau, less in, than 30 degrees. In the snow with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers I mean, and Matt LeFleur leading that <laughs> offense. <laughs> 
I don't I I'm going with Green Bay. I think their offense is, you know, pretty improved because of LaFleur. Aaron Jones is taking it up to another level. I have him on my fantasy team. I stopped paying attention to like week four because my team was awful, but <laughs> he was good the first couple of weeks. He so, just had a phenomenal season. So if we go around the table, just so I'll, I do not forget, Zeman, who are your four picks? Um, the Vikings, the Titans, the Seahawks, and the Chiefs. Adam, do you have any picks? All right, I'm going to go. We picked the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seahawks, Seahawks, Vikings, and what were the other two games? I'm like, forget. Texans and Chiefs. Oh, yeah. Chiefs. And Titans and Ravens. Ravens. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going with San Francisco, even though I don't want to. Baltimore, Kansas City, and Green Bay. I'm going with all the favorites. But also all the home teams. All the home teams as well. All right. I mean, I'm going with the Vikings. Going with the Titans, going with the Texans, going with the Seahawks. I think it's going to be a great week for underdogs. you got to remember last Wait, you week. Said, you said the Titans? I did say the Titans. Ooh, That's last, right, exactly. Last week, three road teams won. They were all one possession games. We've seen some good playoff football so far. So I will take the Vikings and Kirk Cousins, Baltimore, Kansas City, and Green Bay. I wish I could hop on that Vikings bandwagon. I'd love to see them go to the Super Bowl in the NFC. doesn't matter, though, because Seattle's going to the Super Bowl. But we will keep up on these picks, and, Mr. Saris, we will get you a Duncan card if you pick correctly for the rest of the season. <laughs> you got it. All right, cool. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Perbolite Podcast. It's been Perb Take, where we do a weekly review of all the biggest news in sports. Thanks to our special guests, Athletic Director Mr. John Sayers and Perb alumni Austin Bechtold for talking the NFL uh, divisional round with us. It's been a pleasure, guys.